Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. And this week's episode is a Valentine's Day special. We talk about nurturing and how we can be nurtured from a male's perspective. So stay tuned. Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. On the porch today, you have me, myself, Emmy, and my sister girl, Celeste. She's the co-host with me today. And we brought our, our brother with us today, Darrell. And we're going to talk about uh, a topic that may be near and dear to a lot of us. Um, it may touch a couple nerves in a couple of us because um, we may do these things un- unintention- unintentionally and um, do it because we feel like we love our, our significant others or partners or even people that we date. Um, it's basically when you love somebody so much that you really neglect yourself. It's a neglect of self-care. And Celeste, before I get into too much dialogue about um, the uh, theory or the dynamics and we bring Darrell in to you know, help us elaborate about this, um, mm-hmm. this conversation is very touchy because it's hard to identify when you're actually doing it. And I'm saying this to you because you are the the, the queen of, you know, <laughs> saying that hey, you have to care for yourself before you care for anybody else. And it's okay to care about yourself. But um, before we get started, we don't want to get too much off the trail because we want to give Darrell his due credit and introduce him to the to everybody who's on the porch with us. Darrell, how are you today? I'm doing fine, and you? And how is the weather in New York today? Uh, it's pretty nice. It's actually it it got a little bit humid today, a little bit, but it's okay though. Normally cold, oh. normal December cold. So, are you ready for some snow tomorrow? Uh, hopefully, yes. I'm a snow baby. I'm a I'm a Christmas baby, so hopefully so. Are, are you are you really a Christmas baby or are you just saying it? No, I am. I, I'm my birthday is actually the twenty fourth. It's Christmas Eve. So Oh, that's so nice. Well, you, from, really well I'm gonna mark birthday. that down so I can say happy birthday to you. That is really cool. <laughs> well you might have snow this, you might have snow this year. Yeah, I'm because I'm hoping. No. Um a couple of days this weekend, um I saw the the, the almanac that the uh, northeast Carter is getting ready to get a, a couple inches in the next two to three weeks. So you might um that's that that wish. I, yeah, I hope so. I like the fact that when it snows, like everything calms down. It I slows know, it's down. Peaceful. It's really peaceful. Yeah, it gets peaceful. It does. Something wrong. No, don't be don't hate on us because you're down in the hot heat of Virginia and we're going to be up here in the Northeast enjoying the snow. And I moved from New York to the snow. Really? <laughs> oh, no, I love the snow. That is just, it's the best. Like last year when it didn't really snow that much in Jersey, I was just really, really disappointed. But um, welcome, Darrell. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh well, I'm the father of a few children. Um two adult females and one young guy who just his birthday was the day before yesterday. He's a Sagittarius, his sixteenth birthday. birthday. Yeah. And uh um employed self uh 
self-care. I mean, care for others. Actually, I've always been engaged with helping other people. Um, I'm 52. Um, New York male. Grew up in Harlem. Okay. And basically, enjoy myself. Have, have, have had a pretty good life, considering. Amen to that. We all still here above ground. I said this to my brother today. As long as we above ground, we, we, we have something to be thankful for. Well, I'm glad you were on the porch with us yeah. today. And we're going to really need to get your ear in um, getting the, the, the male side of um, being nurtured by a woman. And when that happens, we neglect ourselves. And, you know, even to the, the aspect that how do you feel about that? So um, I'm going to let Celeste, you know, get her time in here to tell us about this topic and how she feels about it. Because we have been rambling on about us of snow babies, but we want Celeste to really tell us about uh, this, this topic because it's really near and dear to her. Well, I guess why I was excited. First of all, hello, everybody. So why I was very excited about this topic is because when I'm working with others about self-care, I don't think Mm -hmm. I don't. And this is just my opinion, guys. And this is just what I've been exposed to. I think that Mm -hmm. we women sometimes feel guilty for taking care of ourselves because that takes away from what we believe is our role as a nurturer, uh, you know, as a caregiver. But I think that we're looking sometimes, sometimes for the person that we're caring for to go, wait a minute, wait a minute, do something for yourself. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it doesn't. And I think I went through my whole entire marriage with, I'm just mad about the fact that you didn't make me take care of myself. And then I thought, that sounds crazy <laughs> because that's my job. So I'm so excited about hearing from a male's perspective. I know. What what I thought was true or whether or not, you know, they they believe just not just men, children included. They believe that we just like that. We love it and we don't need any self-care. So, yeah. So, Darrell, is your time up on the porch? How do you feel? You got the wait Well, it's your time I, up on the course, around. How you feel? I, I sympathize, actually, with the women, um, depending on who the women are. I mean, some women, you know, they, they always deserve, if you care for somebody, you always deserve a time out for yourself. I mean, I think it's important that you regenerate yourself so you can go back at hand to either doing the work for mm-hmm. yourself or others. But I don't think mm-hmm. women get to just do. So and I think it affects male. good males also. Tell me from a male's perspective, though. I know you're sensitive to women because you've been raised by women. So, I, you know, so I understand. So tell me what what you hear or what you see or what you feel at the other end of us being kind of selfish to ourselves. <laughs> well, it doesn't get it doesn't get any attention from anybody else, because when you're selfish to yourself, somebody else prospers from it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So nobody's prone to really. That's a good you know, point. Repeat that again, Darrell. Repeat that again. Nobody process from when you're when you're neglecting yourself to overly help somebody else. Of course, they get taken care of at an optimum, and you're the one that's deficient. So sometimes people don't think about that side. Not until you can't take care of them anymore, then they wish that they would have given you that time out that you needed to regenerate, only to selfishly continue to do something for them. 
That's deep. You kind of shut me up right there. That doesn't happen often. You shut me up right there. Yeah, I'm, I don't lost on that one too, because that's a good one. That is a real good one. Um, mm. And if I could be transparent, I actually Darrell was angry, not angry, angry, uh, for years. I was gonna say, what is that angry? No, that's 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 when it's real bad. That's angry. I was angry because I felt like the other person was 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 taking advantage of me because I was so caring. Oh giving and neglecting myself. Yeah. I was there too That's though, Celestia. You know I was I was there too. And I think I, I even um you know I'm I'm so past that now because I'm in a in a healthy relationship and you know married, you know, to a good I'm not gonna say I hate to put the good in there because, you know, everybody has our flaws, even even though my husband's a good person. But I was in an unhealthy marriage Darrell and I feel like even with my children, my children were little people and I just was um, trying to nurture something that was um, uh, so unhealthy and wasn't going absolutely nowhere. But I still tried to nurture it because I felt like as a mom, as um, a wife, I had to almost try to keep it intact. You see what I'm saying? Um, even though I was just slipping away, you know, um, even to, to the simple fact of knowing that I needed to go to my yearly checkups. You know what I mean? Even that may sound minute to somebody when you're younger, even though I was younger then, but missing that could have been something a little bit more, uh, detrimental. Cause I mean, detrimental, I, yeah, to your life. Yeah. I'm, I'm an asthmatic. So um, but I know I wouldn't think about it, you know what I mean? Because I always think about how I can almost be patty perfect for somebody who wasn't um, thinking about me like that. So, you know, but you, you just you, you neglect yourself because you just want to you wanna almost come make the scenario. So it's it's I love the feedback you gave Darrell because I just want to know what 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 a, you're a good man. What a man is actually thinking, you know. When they have a woman that's actually doing that, you know, how do they, how do they really feel? Um, well, yeah, go ahead, Sarah. To, to like bring it to the forefront without being long winded, you have like martyrs. You have martyrs, and they if they don't feel like they're in control of the process, like anytime a person's like well being depends on you, you have a certain amount of control. And yeah, for a true. person to tell you that they don't need you and there's nothing you can do to help them or nothing that you can contribute to them being better or being all they can be, you kind of become obsolete. And any person that's looking for control, you know, that's how mm-hmm. men control women. When women are needy, they have an, an option to say or dictate what can be done and what can't be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree to that to a point where I think yeah, I don't, I don't kinda... totally agree. No, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. But I like you, Kim. I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing. I, I would like to believe all guys are not interested in the controlling thing. So I know that's not what you said. Yeah, yeah, no, not all guys. Not all guys. It's like from a case to case basis. But think about this though: as a woman, um, if you had the actual total 100% male, how would you feel going through maybe 10 years of a relationship where you were never needed for anything? 
then that would be a whole another problem. Would, would, you feel, would you feel like either you were, would you feel that you were part, um, some women have a need to be, to feel that they're the, the bigger part of the growth process. And anytime you're taking care of somebody, you can easily say, well, hey, if it wasn't for me, you'd have been dead years ago. Or a woman who, or a man would throw up in a woman's face. You never did anything for me. You were just there. Mm. You never contributed to me to getting better or this family growing or you never did anything. So it, I think it would be really depending on who the woman, who the woman is as a woman. Some women need yeah, to. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I hate to put people all in the same bucket, you know, but um, I think it depends on the woman. You know I mean, it depends yeah, on the woman. Depends on me. Yeah. We say some, some. Yeah. Some, some people, you know, um, is is there also a piece in we're saying men, but I'm talking about kids too sometimes. But in in the man's perspective, it's something that clicks in his head that goes: the better she is physically, mentally, emotionally, the better care I'm going to get. Does that happen? Yeah, I I would think they would think that, but I think that the big piece that we missing right here because I had somebody who was just selfish. Mm. And they were getting their needs met in every aspect and, and getting more needs in other places as well. They didn't really care. You know what I mean? They they didn't really care. I think it's probably back to what Darrell said. It depends on that person. You know, um, while you withering away, they sucking you dry like a vampire. And they're not even really looking at what they're supposed to be doing, like um, nourishing you as well as you nourishing them. Um, and I guess that's that's the whole uh we just saw what what that the perfect relationship is because um I say this to my kids all the time, you know, when these young people I'm I know Celestia, you probably going through this too, the road when these young people try to start relationships with people and you know, either you 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 understand the person you're getting involved with, but when the compromise becomes almost a surrender, then you um you know that you having the you putting yourself in another situation, and um, it becomes unhealthy again, and then exactly. you find yourself compromising to the point where you lose yourself, and that's a big part of self care. You know, when you lost yourself, you over here, and then you try to find yourself after that person long gone and gone to the next victim. And I'll say victim because people become victims. Um, mm-hmm. I probably all of us have been victim, men and women. You know, of that, but um. Yeah, this is this is some really good this is some really good um conversation right here. Because I know people that that who are in situations like this. What you say, Celeste? I got questions. I got questions. Go ahead. Because when I'm when I'm helping the women that are going through this, and I'm not saying I'm all the way there because I find myself slipping into it sometimes too, and I have to talk to myself and go, it's okay to take care Uh of your but I'm interested. And then I've had in my marriage, I've had opportunities where husband says, babe, you need to go to the spa and take a moment and relax. And I had a lot of that. So I won't say he was totally not yeah. Um, yeah. trying to help. But in the, in the exchange was when I came home, the house was in disarray. The kids was all out of line. So mm-hmm. that whole spa day, that whole spa moment. It wasn't even worth it because I was being aggravated when I came home. Yeah, right. got to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could understand that. Yeah, so that just makes people disappointed too. 
So now why take a moment? Because it's just going to make everything go out of whack. Because of course, in my mind, I'm the only one that can keep everything together. And yes, Celeste, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) If I'm not here, they can't find their socks. Who will get the socks? (laughs) Don't you think, Celeste, that's a control mechanism on on a mom's part too? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I am a controlled person, but that's why that's why we're having this conversation, because I don't think we understand to Darrell's mm-hmm. point that, you know, he, he he might as well. He might as well been trying to give her some time to herself or to make her take care of herself a little bit more. But like he said, I'm benefiting from it. You're not going to do it. I'm OK. You keep going. Mm-hmm. You have to control. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, so so. To all the listeners out there, the women um, mainly, Darrell, give us some friendly advice. And I, I, I just say friendly advice, you know, on a situation. Let's, let's, let's just put it out there. A situation where you're in a committed relationship and um, your significant other is pulling a lot of the quote, quote, nurturing weight and not really doing for themselves and you're you're the partner how do you approach it from the man's point of view because i want to i want to hear and not to give women any like um buzz buzzwords that they can go home and cuss their fucking man out and say i didn't hear you say that and a man i'm pissed you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to hear. I'm just saying, just in general, because some but things I mean, people need a little help. You see what I'm saying? I understand. Um, I get a lot of my information. Like my my true belief is that, like you know, if you need plumbing done in your house, you don't you don't call you know a a a, a towel guy. You call the actual plumber. And if you need information on the relationship between a woman, you might understand your side, but you need to get valid information for the person who's actually going through it. And I think what men don't understand is that these things are temporary. If your woman caters on mm-hmm. you hand and foot, that is great. Eventually, eventually, if she doesn't get what she needs to, to even if you're being selfish and saying, listen, I need to give her like in a basketball game, you need to give the guy time out to sit on the bench so he can get back on the court and perform. If not at the same pace, even better. He has to get a breather to re-enter the game again. And it's the same thing with women. You can't just let a woman run herself raggedy till when the point, it might get to a point where it's absolutely necessary that she be there. But once you run a raggedy, it's not the fact of her not wanting to be there. It's the fact of her not able to be there. So she has mm-hmm. to have a break. Eventually, you're going to run her ragged. Now, you know, any small person knows, like, you know, you got to save a little bit for later when it really counts, when it really matters, or the longevity is to pace yourself in any race, not to shoot off the line. So I think, like, the women would explain, like, hey, you can run me raggedy, but it's going to be only for a short period of time. It would behoove you if you want me there on a longer basis. You know, you have to cut down on some of these things and, and you know, go for the longevity rather than the strong 10 minutes. What if the conversation doesn't work? What does she? What else could she do? What what would she do? Small small steps that she can do to to get that power back to empower herself to do. Well, it. I don't know. I think to give an intelligent, like you know, to retort intelligently, 
we would have to know who the man is. I mean, if he's a punk, she might want to take a broom and smack him across the face with it. If he's a violent man, she might want to whisper something to him. It depends on who the man is. Well, I mean, it it would depend on, like, you know, if you're with you, and this would be a man that you know that you have a little bit of information about, you use what works. Mm -hmm. You use what works. When you want a new pair of shoes, what works? You kiss him on his forehead when he comes. You're making that favorite meal. The dialogue can open Mm -hmm. up when there's a nice calm time and things are going on. That's great. I mean, a lot of men yeah. don't respond to threats. A lot of men would respond to meeting him at the door, kissing him on his forehead, smacking him on his booty as he goes by. If that's what works, you work what works. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do I need you to go back and say that? Because um, I think that, and Celeste, I want you to jump in here. I think that a lot of times we as women, we don't, um, we don't, necessarily hear that part what you just said and it's not the point that we don't want to smack our man on the ass you know what i mean kiss him gently on the forehead you know just be um sensual with him because that's something that he likes to open up a conversation so we can start a calm conversation and then get him to be engaged um i think the point is that being able to still use that nurturing t- tactic. Uh-huh. And you see what I'm saying, Celeste? In your one. best interest. You, yeah, you see I, what I'm saying? I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, your best. for some reason, we have a perception that whenever a woman wants something, you know, it, it's a perception. Because once again, the, the examples we've given only go to the, the men that it actually works or fits with. This is not a you're not making blanket statements like all men do this or all men should do that or all women should do this and that for whoever it works for. But some men, you know, if you excite them, they're more prone to listen to you. If they know like, like a puppy, if they know there's a retreat, there's a reward after they roll over, they're going to roll over and they're going to enjoy the treat afterwards. Mm-hmm. Some men, if they don't think it's a reward and it's an empty conversation where, you know, yeah, 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 blah, 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 and then they're going to get up off the, from the table and go on and do the regular thing they do, their thing is poised to hurry up, get it over it so I can go watch football. They're not really going to listen, but like I said, if he's, so, if he's, baby, I want a PlayStation, and you start that conversation, well, listen, we need to talk about this PlayStation thing, but first... So you engage him. He's going to listen all the way through until you get to that PlayStation part. That's really what he's standing there waiting for. He's waiting for the reward. Like, hey, okay, I hear you. I'm listening. I'm hear you. I'm listening. I'm listening attentively because I don't want to miss this PlayStation part that I want to talk about. So, so mm-hmm. I guess I'm over. I'm over in another area, right? So I'm. I'm, and mm-hmm. I, I apologize because I'm looking at it from a standpoint of the women, the woman that really has to force herself to take care of herself, right? She is mm-hmm. almost scared that if she's not going to do this job or be this person that he needs, dependent or not, mm-hmm. that something's going to go wrong in this relationship. W- what is it that we tell the woman to reassure her that, yeah, it might be rough at the beginning because he's really you know, looking out for himself because that's the way all other women were. That we can do, that we can feel reassured that if we do this, it's not going to lose the guy. I, does that sound crazy, y'all? It you doesn't know? sound I, crazy. I, I, it doesn't sound crazy, but it makes me wonder if a woman is thinking like that. 
that their self-esteem is so rock bottom that they already lost that man because there something is missing right there. You know what I mean? They, something is missing. You got to have a conversation with yourself that if you do anything for yourself, and if I'm wrong, so let's correct me. If you do something for yourself, you're endangering your relationship to a point where it'll end. Then there's other things that's going on. Because like, if he going to go, uh, excuse my French, if he going to go fuck someone else or do something else, guess what? He going to do that regardless. You're nurturing the stuff. Like, the, like Darrell said, that'll that'll play for a while. But guess what? Um, appetites always always grow and always expand. So you're not gonna stop that. So if you you drive yourself half back crazy because you've been feeding and nurturing to him, and you're trying to see how you can um get to that next level with him and keep and you you just damn near bare bones in your in your mental state now. And guess what? If if you you can't keep it up, because that's something that's like a job. You can't keep it up. You think he's going to leave? He is going to leave. He's going I, to leave. And I, I think, think that's where. Go ahead, I think Terrell. that you know, as a person who's worked with women as far as therapy wise, the one thing, one of the golden rules that you learn that you learn from, and this is something that you that you mentioned in your comment, is that you don't have the 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 power or authority to guarantee anything uh-huh. when you exactly. talk to a person when you say well hey if you do this behavior this is how things are going to be you do that person a disservice because what happens is they're anticipating that your suggestion will work for them when you you know you mm-hmm. have to be honest with like listen i don't know this man i can give you good you know like like intelligent people like i've heard you and kim say through this whole webcast, which is very great. You said, well, what worked for me was what I uh-huh. went through. And that doesn't extend to all the other people that need help. You know, like, like having a correct conversation, like, listen, this is very well not work for you. This is two of the things that I know might work, but you might be outside that spectrum of help. Uh-huh. You can try it. If you yeah. try it and it works, it's great. <laughs> If you don't, you're going to have to go back to the drawing board. You're going to have to speak to somebody else. I'm out of suggestions. I cannot tell you how to heal it. I can give you suggestions. If it works, great. We've accomplished something. If it doesn't, you might have to hit the drawing board again and get somebody else who has either a better experience or, or, or who has a like-minded experience with the person that you're in a relationship. I can't speak how he's going to react because I don't know your husband. I don't know your boyfriend. I don't know your boo. Well, so well, what you, I mean, well, I, I, go ahead, Celeste. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm going to remember what I had to say. Go ahead. Okay, because I won't, but... <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, okay so Darrell... So Darrell... Oh, um, um, well, I forget this. I really... Just to piggyback off what Celeste is saying. If we had a friend or somebody, and especially in Celeste's case, where she actually does this for... that This is her business. Does... Where does Celeste say, hey, this is like, um, this person is not, um, you know what I mean? This person is not in a healthy state. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to listen from the aspect of what her man, like you said, you don't know her man, but just say that you was a man and you're not a dog of a man, but listen what she's saying. Sometimes people create situations even in their head, but that's the whole 
just dialogue that's does not sound point. healthy. That's a great point. No, it's not. I don't think it is. But like you said, sometimes people, you know, sometimes we hear things. I th- men, men are bitter. You know why men are bitter? A lot, a, a few men are bitter because women hold a special gift and a special power that men cannot beat. They cannot go against. What, what power is that? So I can write it down. It is the talent. Like, you know, when you, you always hear 50-50 relationships, right? And and this is the yeah. part where I get a little bit silly, but it's truthful. So I have a lot of guys who complain about what they do. This would be the flip side to that. Oh, you know, I raised her other kid and I bought her fur no. coats and I put her in a house and she got a Mercedes Benz. You know, things aren't 50-50. And so then you go, mm-hmm. then you hit them with the... Well, she had two kids by you. Uh, now that she's done that, what are you going to do to give her 50% of that? Are you going to do out of watermelon? Are you going to mm-hmm. carry around something in your stomach for 10 months and go through that excruciating pain? A lot of men don't understand that when women are pregnant and give birth, they're the closest to death that they will ever be in their lives. So you can't, oh God, say, you, if, right. you can't say, I want 50-50, because as soon as she has a kid, it's like spades. You're underboard. You're gonna need twenty more years before you get back to zero mm-hmm. in that that's, relationship. That's a that's a good one. You're gonna have right to take a blind ten years of doing everything you can to get back to zero on board before you can see a hey, I appreciate everything you do, so on and so forth. So, so mm-hmm. believe it or not, what you just said helps the woman to get her her worth because. What happens is the, the ladies that I talk to, and I've been there, that when you get into the role of the wife or the role of the committed relationship and you have the kids, that is who you think you are. I am a mother. I am a girlfriend. I am a wife. And we forget that we're so many other things. So what happens is we do that job to the fullest. And, mm-hmm. and that's where we have the problem, the self-worth even though it might not be directly self-worth, because I hear the ladies always tell me, I get my nails done, I get my hair done, all of those wonderful things, so what? But mm-hmm. other things that go, I need to start keeping up with my education. I need to keep reading. I need to keep learning. I need to keep, those things are lost. And that's where the, me taking care of myself falls short because I'm so busy in this role. But now that you said that, maybe we look at it like, yo. Know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a relax. I'm a chillax. I did, I did this wonderful thing. I just had this baby. You know what I'm saying? You can't even do that. So guess what? I'm good. I mean, you know, that's me. Yeah. It's almost reverse psychology, though. You think about this when a woman becomes so overwhelmed because they're not able to just like when you argue with women, one of their points, some women, excuse me, their point is, Be yeah, careful. you go to work. And you earn, I find that a lot of women I deal with, they don't have the energy. Some of them don't have the intelligence to defend themselves because they really don't know what they do. They really don't understand that. They really don't understand until like there used to be a game show where they would make the men put on these heavy stomach pouches and do the housework. Uh And they had these guys like within 15 minutes be like, oh, my God. They were like, what's wrong? My back hurts. Well, Why does your back hurt? bending over with this stomach weight thing on me to get that baby out that crib. Well, you only did it four times. So, okay. So now imagine your wife does this every day for 14 hours. 
and she's going to be doing it for the next mm-hmm. six months. If woman well, doesn't well, realize the value she brings to a relationship by doing certain things wow. and the fact that she can stop and things will go to ruins, that's that's like a power. It's kind of like being a like a goddess. Like if I decide, yeah. like if God took a time out, what condition we be in? Like if I took a time out around here, you wouldn't have to worry about no meatloaf and no other and none of this, no clean clothes, no babies, so on and so forth. And and I mean, it's clearly illustrated in the things we watch. It's clear as how the man taps the woman, babe, babe, babe. The baby's crying. Not mm-hmm. all some get up and get that baby. Some. <laughs> well, well, let's not say intelligence. Maybe it is because we don't feel like what we do with ease every day. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we have these back to back back sometime, and we like, you know, that's what I do. Maybe we don't feel not entitled, but maybe we don't feel like it's just that. It's just as special as it is. We know it's special because we're giving life. Don't don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's intelligence. I think we just not cocky with it. No, but when I say like, intelligence, I don't mean intelligence as far as uh, the negative sense of intelligence. Intelligence like intel. Intel is information. When I say lack intelligence, lack the information. But that, that that's I how I should that's how I should have said it because intelligence has. A, I want to save you from getting beat up when you get off this podcast. Yeah, really. Thank to, thank you for that. But that's why I'm giving that. the disclaimer now. When I say intelligent, it clearly has nothing to do with scholastic or educational. It just has to gotcha. do with the process okay. of not having the information. Just not, and maybe you didn't come across it. Maybe it didn't sink in. Not that you're stupid. Not that you don't have any worth or you're not intelligent. You just you haven't caught on. You haven't made the connection of the power that you bring to a situation because of the information that you have. Uh-huh. Information is power. Uh-huh. But if you're not recognizing, like, you know, you could find some, you could find a coin and you'd be like, oh, it's just a coin. If you don't have the intelligence that it might be a coin for centuries ago and it's worth millions, you know, it does you no good. You'll throw it over your shoulder and throw it away because it looks like a dirty, dusty coin. Because you don't have the information mm-hmm. that it's worth more than what, what you thought it was. And a lot of women, so, they throw themselves away because they don't have the information that when they're, when they're giving up their self-worth, when they're giving up a lot of things that they could have to help somebody else, it's a godsend. It's something that we look for. We praying as God and these de- deities in our life to do this. But somebody human is risking a lot of their happiness to do it for them. And they don't realize how valuable that is. And they lose themselves. I mean, it's sad, but true. It actually happens. If they had the information that okay, people so suffer, they would be a little bit better off in dealing with it. I think. I think. Opinion. So even saying even saying this and and um um even saying this and you you don't know how valuable you you have made this this podcast today, um, Darrell. Even saying this, let's let's keep this real, y'all. I don't care how much we say about this person. Um, this woman. There's a whole lot of women out here like this. We can't direct people to feel the way we are, are having this intelligent conversation to say, "Well, you, you got to do. You got to make a change." You know what I mean? Because a lot of people can't even see that they they're not doing or they're not in a healthy relationship, and they're just wearing themselves down. You know what I mean? Until something breaks. You know what I mean? In, inside themselves. So. Um, Celeste, and everything that was um that Darrell said today, and or even the things that you brought up too, 
what is going to be your next move to the women that you have to um, give support to? Well, when I give the women support, you know, I want them to have resources because I, I want you to tell first and foremost you where people can reach you at and then um, the rail tell people where people um, women can reach you at because I think it's very important. I don't I don't do this. I'm just this um, fabulous podcast host that <laughs> you know happen to have two great people on here that have a wealth of um, expertise and knowledge because I think that resources is everything. We have this awesome conversation, but people that are actually in this kind of um, <coughs> lifestyle, they have to have resources. So mm-hmm. let's start with you, okay? And um, tell tell people where they can come to you. And, okay. and one thing that you can actually provide them, just give them a little bit, because I mean, you're not you're you're not going to be the cure all of cure all because you know that's self, but mm-hmm. something that can help. Okay, well, first, I actually have on Facebook a uh, group called Fiercely Committed to Me. There's a bunch of women that are uh, at different stages of this same process. Um, I also can be reached at Celeste Davis, and that's C E L E S davis.com that's my website but if i had to give a gift to the women um that are in different stages of their development of self-worth i would say first get rid of the myth that it's not okay to take care of yourself first because it's selfish because it's not it's necessary you can't keep pouring from something that's empty you can't that's why we'd be going crazy when they throw the shoes on the floor and we'd be just acting like we about to lose our mind and the first thing I do is when I work with, with, with others is I talk about who are you? You need to figure out who you are as a person, not the roles that you have. And when you do that, it gives you permission to say, wait a minute, you know, I have passions, I have dreams. And we start there because you're right. We get attached to these relationships where we are at that place where we are and it's going to go south every time. So we need to work on us as who we are, identify ourselves. So when you walk into this relationship, it's not even cocky, but it's just, okay, this is the way this is going to go. I'm going to take care of you because I'm a nurturer, but I'm going to take care of me because I know how that feels to take care of me. So don't let me too much longer, but (laughs) that's where we start. You know, the man in the mirror, you say. Uh The man in the mirror. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, Darrell, Darrell, you up next on the porch. Okay, well, well, I'm going to get on you first because you made a statement. You're not that person. You very well are that person. You are you, oh, no. you, you are that person. You're the connection. And the bottom line is you do not have, a, have to have a degree in anything. You do not have to have any, any uh, long-term uh, education about anything. Somebody right now who might have listened to this podcast just the fact that you are the bearer of the good news, you are the bringer of the people that you know to the fold. I mean, it's kind of like saying, like, you know, people don't like to be butlers, but it's perfectly clear that if a butler is not present in the household, a lot of things will suffer. You are the person that is bringing a lot of information. And, you know, so don't ever think you're that person because you're going to have a person. I don't want you to back down when that person calls you and be like, thank you, sister. That part, I've never heard a podcast like that before. 
And I thank you for bringing your two friends on. And I don't want to ask them. I want to ask you, how do you hold it together? You don't do so. So be ready for it because it's going to happen. They're going to just be grateful that you you took enough interest not to be talking about R. Kelly or sexy stripper and da 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 that you took something <laughs> because you are a huge part of that, that demographic of females. Like you over, you, you, you said you dealt with something like that before. You're the prime example of the fact mm -hmm. that women can overcome to become greater. You're the example. You're not the person that went to college and helped other people. You're the actual example. Not sympathetic, empathetic. I've been through it, so I'm telling you. So, now you got to tell everybody where, you, where they can find you because they don't want to talk to you well, again. they got to come through you because you're the one who keeps them from choking <laughs> me out so they can either reach Kim or you or they can email me at Darrell Costin. Yeah, give us your email address. You Give us that your email be, address and say it twice. That would be Darrell Costin, D-A-R-R-Y-L-L-E-C-O-S. T O N at gmail.com. And my phone number. I answer my phone all the time. You can either reach me through Facebook Messenger at that name, or you can reach me at 347 351 5311. And I am pretty much committed to the advancement of, of human beings in general. Because if people weren't committed to helping me when I needed help, I wouldn't be here right now talking to y'all. So I'm very well locked and loaded into that direction. So I hope everybody, it'll be great if you never have to call me because everything is great. But if it ever falls to the wayside, I'm more than welcome to take your call if I can. Well, we appreciate you and I appreciate you. Um, Celeste appreciate you. I appreciate Celeste. I appreciate the simple fact that today this episode was so... um. <coughs> so resourceful for anybody listening out there you know if we can be any type of help to one person we have done a good job so mm -hmm. i'm just saying thank you to both of you guys because and ladies i don't i should not use that i hate that saying myself but thank you to Darrell and celeste because again this um information on self-care and self-nurturing to your partner and being able to identify when it's unhealthy is uh -huh. getting you to the point where, like my sister girl Celeste said, self-care is, is necessary. It is not something that's optional. It is not something you should be wavering with. It is something that is necessary. So. Again, thank you. And the um, if you guys have any closing remarks, please, you know, say it now. Um, but again, I just wanted to give you a heartfelt thank you for your um transparency, first and foremost, and most importantly, the the, the resources and the, the the trueness that you gave to to the people on the porch today. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, so I Celeste. Have, or, well, I would just I say, definitely have to close with. Okay, I'm sorry. sorry. Ahead, I just have to say, be good to yourself. Because until you're good to yourself, you're no good to anybody else. Amen. Well, I say, I say, forgive yourself, invest in yourself, respect yourself, yeah. celebrate yourself, and excite yourself. You can't go wrong.
You can't go wrong. And please make sure I get that fierce t-shirt soon because I'm telling you, everybody needs to be wearing that t-shirt. Everybody needs to be wearing that t-shirt. And I need you to say the mantra again. Say the mantra again, Celeste. Darrell actually designed it for me, believe it or not. But it is, it's basically the word fierce. And to remember Mm -hmm. it is the word fierce, but it's forgive yourself. So forgive yourself for not showing up every day 100%. You're not a superwoman. Invest in yourself. Respect mm-hmm. yourself. Don't allow people just to treat you any old kind of way. Celebrate yourself. Even when you do something really small, that's great. Celebrate that because that's what we do for others. And then excite yourself. And that's self-explanatory right there. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that devilish laugh goes by. I mean, hey, we have to go small wins. Yay, me, whatever. Just whatever. Do it. Small to the biggest. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, that's that concludes us today. And um I always say this at the end. Please share. You know, we want to grow the tribe. I think we have a wealth of information that we um talk about on this platform and we really would love to have guys join in. Have your friends, your family. It's not just for women. It's for everybody. We talk about all kind of topics. Topics. Nothing is off limits. So, again, um, I say join, share, tell your friends, tell mom, tell grandma. She probably got something to say. Talk about too. Grandma's got all the wealth. That's how we got where we're at today. So, again, um, there. So this this is um Kimmy from Let's Chit Chat Sis and my co-host is Celeste. Celeste. <laughs> and my other co-host is Darrell. And we thank you for joining us today. Have a safe weekend and have a great um week on purpose. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>